Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. And Psychic Gary Spivey joins us here in the studio. Okay, so uh, we're going to get on with your questions. Here on KDWB, I want to help you out, and I want you to to kind of know the, the guidelines. I tell people this, and I think it helps you out a lot. When you're going to call the show to talk to Gary Spivey, we don't do questions about what the sex of your baby is going to be or when you're going to find a relationship or when you're going to get pregnant. Because if we did, that's the only question we would ever get. So we don't take those. But if you've got another question that's a little bit more, I don't know, different or interesting, then we would love to talk to you. Let's go to Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Question for Gary Spivey on KDWB. Uh, yeah, we uh, moved a house to my parents' farm place last summer. And in the meantime, since we've been living here, we've had weird things happening in our house. We've actually had pennies thrown at us. Right. So you'll by... be sitting there at the kitchen table. Describe one of the situations. Oh, one was actually my six-year-old was sitting at the kitchen table eating breakfast. And I was at the other end of the house with my two-year-old. And I heard the clink, clink, like the penny hitting the floor. And my six-year-old said, oh, I just got hit by a penny. Like, no one else in the room at all. And I was in a different room, you know, with the two-year-old, nobody else in the house. And that's happened one time or more than once? No, it's actually happened four different times. Give me another one. Um, I was walking from our bedroom to the kitchen, and um, I felt the penny hit my foot. And I turned around and I said to my husband, I was like, oh, that's funny, throwing stuff at me. And he was facing the opposite direction. And he said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Gary, who's throwing pennies and why in the world are they throwing pennies to this family? Well, in this case, her husband threw the last one. He did throw it. <laughs> yeah. So he's messing with you. Yeah, he's just messing with you, trying to freak you out. And so that was really him. The other times, though, uh, it, I see an older man on the other side. It may be a grandfather or father, uh, but it's an older man that's in the family. And I hear pennies from heaven. He's trying to kick you down money from heaven. Sometimes people will find pennies or either feel these weird things occur. Uh, most of the time, though, a lot of times people will find dimes. And so if you find a dime... That means that all 10 dimensions are open, and it's like light from heaven, money from heaven, blessings from heaven. So anyway, but I just see, uh, yeah, the first time or two is real, but your husband's messing with you on the last Okay. <laughs> okay. This is interesting. Tell me about the email that you got with the pictures, Fallon. Um, yes, let me pull the email back up. Sorry, I moved to a different one. Um, we got a picture from, I don't know if I can say her Amanda. name. Uh, we can't say her name. Amanda. Amanda. And she said, okay, this was my 20-week ultrasound. I might be crazy, but I see this face in the background. The man is my dad who passed away when I was five. And what she's done is she's done a split picture of the ultrasound on the bottom and above the zoom in of the eyes and nose of her father. It looks like a military photo or something. And it takes you a second to look at the ultrasound photo, but I saw the face she's talking about, too. I did not see it. Hi, Amanda. I'll point it out to you. Hi. Thanks for sending this in. So tell me about the ultrasound <laughs> and, and what you thought and you what do you think you see in this picture? 
Well, the lady handed me the ultrasounds, and I, I, I immediately thought that's the first thing I saw before I even saw the baby. And I didn't say anything to anyone because people would think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. I sent it to my brother, and he never responded to me, so I just kind of didn't say anything about it. And a few weeks later, my boyfriend was looking at it, and he asked if I saw a face. And then I showed him the picture of my dad, and that's <laughs> what I've decided it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm looking at the picture. It's online on DaveRyanShow.iHeart.com. There's a picture of your dad when he was very young. He looks like he's about 19 mm-hmm. in that picture. Is that about how old he was in that picture? Um, Yeah, his 20s, early okay. 20s. He looks very young, and he has passed on. When did he pass away? Um, He passed away in 1995. Okay. And then you have a picture of your ultrasound of your baby, and you see a face above the baby. And if you look at the picture on DaveRyanShow.iHeart.com, the tip top of the page on the right-hand corner, you can see the picture of the dad and then the picture of the baby with the ultrasound. You think that maybe it might be dad saying, hey, just wanted to let you know, I'm thinking about (laughs) you guys. My my dad actually he took his own life, and like throughout my pregnancy, I've just been kind of bummed that he wouldn't want to be around for this and all that. So, and I feel like he always leaves little signs and stuff. That sounds stupid, but no, (laughs) I don't. No, not at all. Um, Gary, what do you see? Well, you know, I was really thinking that you were just kind of dreaming it up, right? And and, uh, when I looked at it, when I first looked at it, I I saw the face and then I, I tapped into it and I spiritually saw it move. And so, as, as weird as that is, and so uh, this is really real, and my face got really, really hot because I tapped into the energy there. And so, um, that is uh, indeed your dad, and there's two other spirits behind him, and if you look at those two little globs behind him there, uh, there's two other spirits behind him. I don't know, and one's a woman and one's a man. I don't know if that's a grandmother, grandfather, or, or who okay. who that is, or great-grandfather, great-grandmother, but I see two older older spirits there. But that is a very clear, clear picture, and it's really for real. There's all kinds of wild stuff ha- that happens around children being born. And so I see your dad uh, in heaven. Uh, he says, uh, they talked me into it. And he's talking about demons. Demons talk people into suicides. And he wants to right. thank he wants to thank his family for praying him to heaven. He, he would have been earthbound, but he had a real religious family, obviously, or spiritual yeah. people. Right. Makes sense. And so they yeah. pr- they prayed him to heaven. He says, "Thank you. I love my little girl. Thank you." And he hopes you oh. like he hopes you like this one. And uh, he says uh, that uh, he helped pick your uh, child. So him and two more. Okay. See the picture online and that's see what crazy. you think. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, you it's can online. totally see the eyes yeah. and, and the nose. Yeah. The nose is the clearest part where it looks just like the dad's nose. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I got to take the other side. I don't see it. I've looked mm. at it for the last five minutes. I try to put minutes. it out to you. I see what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I don't see that. I don't see that it looks like because it's clearly anything. the top part of his face. It's not the whole face. It's yes, like the, just the zoom in of the eyes and yeah, nose. It's from his lips up. His lip. Top yeah, like lip the top up. of his lip. Yeah. yeah. See what you think. It's online. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Do you have a question for Gary Spivey? I do. What's Good up? morning, you guys. Good morning. Um, sorry, I'm just at work trying to get outside. Okay, so my mom died when I was 12, and I had a dream about a year later. I thought it was a dream. My friend and I having a sleepover in the living room, and I see something in my dining room. You can see the dining room from the living room, and I'm so scared I don't move, just go to sleep. And I see it float up the stairs instantly. Uh, tell my friend the dream the next morning and she says oh my god I had the same it couldn't have been a dream because I saw the same thing 
and I now live in that house, and I feel different things. So I was just wondering if it was a dream or if it was real. And no, it was actually real, and that's what a spirit looks like. And uh, uh, I think it. I, I see your mom around you. She says her hair is all pretty and good now. I don't know if she's having a problem with it when she died or she just loved her hair. And so it was ugly. Uh, it was ugly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so she says it's good. And she said she loves you. You'll always be her little girl. Uh, she says she does hang out with you. There's a chair or a little place in the corner where I just see a sitting. She sits in a chair in the house. It's an old chair, though. And so mm-hmm. so she's very much around you in spirit. I see her as well as a bunch of other angels. And so you and your friend did see the same thing at the same time or same day. That was that was real. All that's real. Yes. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Good luck. Hey. Let's talk to, what do you got, an email, Fallon? Sure. This one is uh, about bad luck. Um, Hey, Gary, I think God hates me. I have the worst luck ever. A tree fell on Monday night in our driveway, and there are five cars parked in our driveway, but somehow the tree only smashed my car. It's completely totaled, and it seems like everything I have is snatched away from me or breaks or just never plays out right. Please help. Well, what happens is if you think you're the victim, you are. These days, you manifest whatever it is you, you want to be. So if you're hung in a victim role, victim thing, that's what happens. So okay. that's what I see. She's got to think, I'm not the victim. I'm not the victim. I'm not the victim. Okay. And so, and then she won't be. Perfect. I have an email over here. It's interesting. I'm writing with a question for Gary. First of all, I wanted to say I was at the Gary show last Friday and it was awesome. Thank my you. question is about my relationship. I have a non-conventional uh, conventional relationship that I don't think a lot of people would understand. I'm currently dating my cousin. It came about due to many changes in my life, and I would like to know if it's going to last because I am very happy and in love and would like it to. Well, I see it lasting. And so sometimes that happens. I mean, it's it's not common and it's thought of not to be right. But mm-hmm. however, that's who's who's they. So, okay. I, you know, who, who's to say the royals do it, you know, or did it <laughs> and so yeah. in Europe all the time. But uh, that's what I see. Thank you. Okay, back on the phone, we have uh, Terry. Hi, Terry, what's your question? My mom passed away a while back, and there's very expensive pieces of jewelry missing, and we're trying to find out if my nieces and my sister-in-law found them. Um, I think, could your mom have hidden them? Did she She hide? She did hide some pieces that I had found, but there's major big rings that are missing. And the drawers were gone through. They took all her purses. She had all these expensive purses and everything. And um, now everything is missing. So. I I think they they got them. I see her hiding them. Uh, They were in a little purse. That's where they were. She would hide things in purses. That was sort of a common thing for her to do. And sometimes in her closet. So so unfortunately, they're gone. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. Uh, This is an email. I am starting a relationship with a man that is HIV positive. I'm deeply in love with him, but I am HIV negative. Will this relationship turn out well? And will I remain negative? I'm nervous because I've never done anything like this before. And I don't want to avoid someone because of something like that. Can you give me some insight? Well, as I look at this, uh, you know, it's not like you need a psychic to know the challenges here. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, she has to proceed with her own you know what she feels mm-hmm. and so uh as i see it though i see her proceeding okay. i don't see that she'll i think she fell in love with this person mm-hmm. and so but they have to be incredibly responsible okay and he has to be responsible and mm-hmm. she has to be responsible or uh yeah she will end up with hiv okay that's what i see um we had a car crash into our house last year the driver died in the house wow oh in their house did his oh, spirit that's weird. yeah did his spirit leave the house immediately 
Okay. And so, it, weirdly, this is one of those kind of meant-to-be strange things because I see there were angels in the house waiting for him mm-hmm. to take him right on up. Okay. And so, actually, as weird as that sounds, and so, no, he's he's fine, actually. Can you imagine? Wow. Oh, my gosh. I would freak out. Okay. Uh, Gary. <laughs> um, I have been lying to my partner for the last eight years and would like to come clean. How do you think he will take it? Now, they're not saying what they're lying about, so maybe you can enlighten it on, on that. And also, how will he take it? Well, I believe um, he will freak out, and uh, but I believe he will get over it, is what I think. And so... Um, What's she been lying about? Uh, or he been lying about? Well, I think uh, 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 having, you know, a little fling with someone that they knew. For eight years? Yeah, that they knew. That's a long mm. fling. Yeah, and so... But that's, uh, I, I think that they probably will get through this because it looks like they really do love each other. Uh, at different times, they'll be in love, and then sometimes they'll fall out of love, and then they'll fall back in love. But uh, they have to be, these days, you really got to be at a point of truth with whoever you're with, or you're going to have a real problem. So if you can get over all the old stuff and go forward, that would be good. 98.5 KLUC. Put another one in the books for the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. I don't remember exactly what was said at the end of last week's show, but we were talking about uh, about capturing uh, Boston Marathon uh, bomber suspect types. Is it, and Thursday right. night wasn't that when it all Thursday night wasn't that when it went down? No, Wednesday night was when it went down on the with the first one, and then they found the second one on Friday, right? Yeah. Wasn't that what it was? I think it was Thursday night and Friday. Was that it? I think that's it was, Thursday, yeah, Thursday night Thursday into Friday. Yeah, Thursday one. night into Friday, right after we talked about yeah, it. And it you was, said it was. there was a lot of light on it, and you thought they'd catch them quick. Right. And so because if you pre- if you project that, I mean, to me, it was like I smiled when I heard it on the news. And because if you project white light, enough white light, and I really realized that all the listeners and you guys were like projecting white light to these bad guys, um, then, uh, you know, usually what happens is they get caught. And so uh, when we did that, I, I really, even I didn't have any idea they would get caught that quick. And, it, and, it, and if you notice the way they got caught, they had no luck being bad guys everything they did was wrong they just bumped into the walls you know and so literally and so uh, i was uh, i was really happy i think everybody did a great job projecting white light well geez and they were and they were even saying that the uh, you know that they think that the first one they may very well have died when his brother ran over him I know. in Awful. the car like you said everything they everything they did just kind of went kind of went sideways for him can you send, send some light to the uh, the kid's mother of course she's suffering because her son's but she believes it was all fake. It was just a big, it, it was paint. It was Some people blood. you can't help, Spence. Yeah. Yeah. True. Some so. people are beyond, are beyond that help. Well, let's start with, let's start with Jandy. Uh, so you lost your brother a couple of years ago. Yeah. And just want to see what's going on? Well, yeah, he was 15. It was really, he actually um, committed suicide back in 2011, okay. October 11th. Okay. And all right. Gary, is, nope. he st- is he still earthbound? Jandy, your phone's kind of breaking up, so let's uh, we'll just go straight to yeah. Gary here. Uh, is he yeah, still earthbound? Uh, I see him holding his head, and so that means yes. Um, how did he do it? Um, he actually used a shotgun and shot himself in the head. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, call his name. Jonathan. Okay, tell him to look up. Look up. Okay, he's responding. Tell him to take the angel's hand right now. Take the angel's hand right now. Okay, there. He did it. He jumped up and grabbed the angel's hand. Okay, tell him to take a step into the light. Take a step into the light. 
take the step to the light. Okay, and there he goes. And look how you got warm all over. Feel that warmth going down your back to your feet? <laughs> and yeah, you got him. You did him a big favor, honey. He was earthbound, hung in that same place where he killed himself. Uh, you'll be hung in the moment of death if you commit suicide, usually, and uh, uh, until somebody helps you cross over. We just helped him. You just helped him. So there we are. Can, can we know favor. why? I have no idea. I can't tell you. I don't know right now. You you helped him, you know. Um, it, it feels like he was upset over a girlfriend or something. So. Okay, honey. Okay. Thank and, you so much. And sometimes when you're 15, sometimes when you're 15, that stuff just seems so huge. And big, yeah. And you know, and that's one of them. That's one of those split second decisions that you can't take back. You know, that's the that's the tough part with that. Um, on a on a similar note, uh, Miss Robin says this is not a personal question, just general. This is why, you know, because obviously we don't have the time to do emails generally. Um, I've been having vertigo a little for two days, and my mom said we're transitioning to the fifth dimension. Gary talks about stuff like that. Just wondered his thoughts. No big if you can't get to it, but it's not for me. It's for everybody. (laughs) Well, no, this is, people do feel dizzy, and here's, we are transitioning. Uh, I don't know about a fifth dimension, but I know we're we're going into a lot of dimensions. A lot of brighter things are happening, and this is a time where our brain, uh, our thoughts meet spiritual which means you can manifest anything you want. And during that time, the reason you feel dizzy is because your dimensions will start to spin uh, counterclockwise if you get into a negative energy vortex from other people. And that's where you get sucked into other people's problems. Is and that where we come we... out of that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what we were talking about a little while ago, you know, off the air. But there's a lot of negative vortexes, and that'll make you dizzy. And and then when you pop out of that and you go back to your positive vortex, which is simply your your spiral is spinning clockwise, if you look down at the top of your head from the sky, uh, then you'll get dizzy when it goes back the other way. And so that's what makes you dizzy. I, I hear it every day of my life in private readings. I hear people coming to me and they're going, why am I dizzy? Why am I dizzy? What's going on? But that's what's happening with everybody on the planet right now. Yes, the last couple of weeks, and honestly, and I made the face at Spence like I'm going to tell a joke, but this is a true story. uh, No, I used it as an excuse to eat more, because I just figured it was low blood sugar. (laughs) But that's really something that's going on. I need a Twinkie. I need a hands on swirly. I better have a candy bar right now. I'm so... (laughs) <laughs> I'm feeling a little loopy doopy right now. No, that's use that. Is that that's a God's honest truth, Gary? Because honestly, the, yeah. and this will come up every once in a while that we'll be talking about something else. And I'll be like, oh, "That's happened," and literally, it's yeah. the last couple of weeks. And I thought, "What's going on right now?" Because I'll right. feel I'll just feel like lightheaded. Right, and everybody is feeling that now. And so, what you want to do, you really—it's getting to the point where people have to meditate. Used to, I always told people, "Well, if you meditate, you're going to feel great." And then sometimes a few people would, and they go, "My God, it really works!" Right? Well, mm-hmm. these days, it's almost like you have to meditate. And if you don't, you're just going to be a mess because your energy is going to be spiraling backwards, and you're going to pull in everything negative in your world and throw out everything positive, which means horrible luck. And yes, if you meditate. If you meditate and you get your energy going the right way, which is a clockwise spiral around your head, if you're looking down at the head, at your heads in the sky, uh, you're going to have great luck. You'll pull in everything wonderful, everything positive, and throw out everything negative. All right, let's jump to Aaron. Um, so you you lost your dad and your best friend the same year? Yeah, my best friend passed away oh. in March of 2002, and then my dad passed away in August of 2002. Good Lord. 
Yeah. Um, and you're just you don't ever you don't ever feel like they're around. Never. Mm-mm. I had one dream of my dad a long time ago, and that was about it. My mom unties my shoe. <laughs> Swear to God, she untied, Gary. T- Gary told me that she untied my, and there were two times. Uh, once, uh, right after I came down from Toy Drive one year, just totally, I double knotted my shoe. I double knotted it again when I when I did the skydiving a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and the first thing I looked down randomly when I was like, what do we do with our legs now after, after they pulled the chute? I'm like, and I've still got my feet tucked up underneath my butt. And I'm like, what are you supposed to do with our feet now? And he goes, just let them hang there. And I look down my shoes on time. Huh. Oh, Double knotted. But you don't, but none of that for you. Sorry. None of that for you. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I know. Right. <laughs> <You're a jerk. laughs> mm. Okay. So here's call your, it's your mother is that, or your father. what did you say? Your father, right? My dad. Yeah. My dad. Okay, let me just look. Okay, who and your best friend was who? Um, he was my friend, um, Andres. Okay, uh, because I'm seeing a lady on the other side. I, do you do you have really? a grandmother, a great grandmother? Who's that? Who's the lady my, over there? Both my both my grandma, grandmothers have passed away. I was closer to my dad's grandma, my dad's mom, though. Okay, that's who I got, and I smell food cooking. She's stirring something <sighs> in a pot. Yeah, <laughs> she was a cook. She, she was really an awesome it up, cook. Right, an awesome cook. Yeah, and so but I see her, and then she she reaches over and she grabs your dad, and he's right there with her, and uh, then she gave him a big old plate of something, and so I mean they're just making jokes that this is they're living their life and having fun on the other side like they did here. Uh, he says he loves you. He says his head is good now. Uh, you know he can breathe easy. He's happy. He loves you. He loves you. He keeps on saying it over and over and over, and uh, and then I see your friend, and your friend's walking on the beach, and your friend blows you a kiss. <laughs> Okay. Make sense? Yeah. No, no, yeah. We yeah. go to the beach a lot. I was going to say, what's the beach thing? Because that's Cause usually... Because we, we had a spot at the beach that we would always oh. hang out and just, you know, do kid stuff and hang out at the beach. Wow. That's oh, crazy. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. winked. <laughs> okay, honey. All right. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Aaron. Okay. Patty, is this you? Yes. Hi. So when was your son diagnosed with schizophrenia? Um, he had, his first one was 17, but he was hospitalized the first time in 09. So he, he, and then he was in there for 30 days in 09. How old is he now? He's 24. Okay. And he's just, and he doesn't believe the, that he's schizophrenic? He cannot accept the fact that, that he's schizophrenic. So we go in and out of the cycle where the, the antipsychotics, the, the, some of the side effects are so, they're so painful. He has, you know, where his jaw locks or, and, and so he just, and he doesn't want to be schizophrenic. So he'll stop taking his medication or add street drugs and then end up back in the hospital. And um, as his mom, I just want to know that he's going to be able to accept it and live a semi-normal life, so I can go on with mine. I can't. Well, here's what here's what I'm here's what I'm saying, and I know it's really frustrating for you being a mom and really loving him. And uh, here's here's what I'm seeing. I believe that ninety uh, percent of his issues now are really related to the street drugs, and so. Uh, that's what's going on and i think it's on more of an ongoing basis than what you know i don't think he tells you or you're not exactly aware of how much he does of other drugs and and so i think that if that's 90 percent of the problem if he stopped doing that he would be almost better 
And so um, that's that's what I feel. And sometimes he'll get sleep deprived. Uh, he would always he would kind of go through that before, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so he would have when you're sleep deprived and you don't sleep for three or four days, you're going to be loony. You could call that schizophrenia, or you could call it sleep deprived and you're crazy. You know. And so, but he, I see he has a problem with sleep. And I see he has a problem with street drugs. So off the street drugs and really work on his sleep and figure out, you know, how to get him sort of adjusted there. Uh, and he'll be normal. And that's what I see. Okay? Okay. Thank you very Good much. Luck. Best of luck. Good luck, honey. Okay. Thank you. It's the world's most gifted psychic. It's the world's most gifted psychic. Gary Spivey. Gary Spivey. Get your questions answered on the morning after. All right, so we're going to go ahead and break into it right now. Gary Spivey's on with us. Lindsay, you're on with the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey. Say hello. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hi. Good, good. What's your question? Um. Well, I have been in a very non-traditional career path for quite some time. Um, involving the adult entertainment industry, and I, it's not, clearly it's not what I want to do forever, and I've been out for a while, um, but I don't, I've been having a hard time going for a different career since then, and right. I, I have several passions, and I really don't know which one to follow, and I just kind of feel like I'm in limbo. Well, Okay. Uh, I understand. Well, here, here's what I'm seeing. Uh, it looks like to me to to really nail the the what you're looking to do. You may have to move cities. Does that make any sense to you? We just moved cities in November for my oh, husband's okay. work. Well, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, that feels good then, because I see that after you move cities, it looks like everything changes for you, and I see these new opportunities. And so uh, uh, if you move cities in November, that's the one. And so it feels really good to me, and it looks like that now things will start to line up for you. And, um, yeah, it's just a changing of the gears and just trying to figure out, you know, what it is you really do want to do. And uh, But I, I see, I, I think it, that you will be able to move on, uh, realize that, um, you know, how do I say, it, it, it looks like you have to crawl before you walk and walk before you run. And so yeah. you're used to just running. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and so you got to realize that there is a process there with, with new careers, and you have to just be willing to do that process. And uh, well, I see you doing great with whatever you decide to do. Just go do it. Don't be lazy, okay? Am I, am I supposed to head towards more, toward, more towards music or medicine? That's my confusion. <clears throat> well, here's what I see. I think you're going to really like medicine because you like it because it's functional, and uh, huh? it's just something real and something normal. And so okay. I feel very good about it, and I think you'll also do some music stuff. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a good, good one, Lindsay. All right, let's go to uh, Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Welcome good to morning, the morning Gary. after. And then uh, we'll go ahead and do a Facebook question next. We'll go ahead and do one of those next uh, with Crystal. Uh, okay, what's your question, Lynn? Well, I'm not sure if I want to find this out or not, but, Gary, I have a spirit or something that um, – basically sits with me all night long and in my bedroom and it wakes me up at night several times a night um i feel like something touching me something sitting on the bed um i like will have my leg hanging out of the covers and something will touch my foot or my ankle um and if i if it wakes me up, I usually say, stop touching me, and then I can go back to sleep, and I don't feel it anymore for a while. But then 
it it seems to just keep coming back. Right. Okay. Well, it, you know, of course, when people hear this, they think, "Oh my God, she's crazy." But uh, you're not. I actually <laughs> see the type of entity that's around your 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 bedroom. Uh, this is a, a cloaked figure, and so these particular type of entities hang out in hallways, bedrooms, bathrooms. Sometimes it'll hold you down, and you'll feel sort of pressed or smothered or held to the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I can I can get rid of it. And so I just got rid of. You actually had three of these, and so. Uh, uh, if you notice, you feel warm and tingly all over, very light right now. Yes, feel that feeling? yes. Okay. yes. Okay, it's a type of demon. It's a type of demon, and it makes you get fearful. And so it, it kind of usually scares gifted children or gifted gifted uh, humans, gifted adults. And so I, I just cleared all that off of you. So you'll feel really bright now. You need to learn to meditate. If you meditate a little bit and learn how to get spiritual gifts, you can actually clear these dark energies yourself. If you get my book, it's called Secrets from God, Your Keys to Heaven. Uh, it'll actually uh, explain to you how to do all that. You can get it at GarySpivey.com. All right. Thank you for holding, Sarah. Hi there. What is your question for the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey? I have been without work because I have multiple sclerosis, and my medicine totally messed with me. Well, I just interviewed for another job. I'm a music teacher. I've got a bachelor's degree. I'm going for my master's starting today. And I needed to know, do I have a really good chance at all at this job? I could start up a music program, and I'm excited if I can get it. I feel like you can. Uh, it, It looks really good. I think you're very capable. And um, um, I would, I would just say, uh, go for it. And um, um, let me just look. Uh, you said you have MS, and so um, let me let me look at that real quick. And when I when I look at people with MS, it's just a darkness in your head, and it's a certain type of entity uh, that causes lesions on your brain. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the spiritual side of things. Uh, and so, and you have a couple on your spine as well. But I'm just pointing this, this particular. Uh, you do. Uh, and uh, but but it's very minimal, and I see. And I just got rid of the darkness that I uh, that I saw causing this, and uh, notice how you feel very very light right now. Yes. Can you feel that? You yeah, it's kind of a weird feeling, right? Sort of delayed, yeah. a weird feeling. I just started yeah. new medicine too, so I'm hoping that'll fix it because I yeah, if you meditate it. If you if you meditate every day, it's the best thing in the world you can do. You have a wonderful creative energy. You're a super bright light, um, and uh, I, you know, I bumped into this years ago. I would just work with people's energy who had this particular type of, of problem, and uh, uh-huh. they found miraculously they got better. And uh, oh, good. Uh, doctors were freaking out and all that sort of thing. But I realized that I mean, it's not that I have the market cornered on making your MS better. Uh, I'm saying you do. All you have to do is meditate every day and imagine golden light in your head, and you'll find that you'll you'll just uh, have some some pretty good recovery there. And so I think you'll be pretty happy with what happens. Okay. Awesome. Meditate, meditate, Thank meditate. You. That's the key. Meditate. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. okay uh, let's go ahead and do a Facebook question, Crystal. Facebook.com slash KSTMA. I have a question here from Candice Mutri. She says, I feel something hanging around me all the time. Can you explain what it is? Well, you know, she has a lot of things hanging around her. You know, uh, you can have a, a 
dark energy, that would be demons. You can have light energy, that would be angels. You can have spirits on the other side, that would be your, your loved ones that are over there. Uh, you could have earthbound spirits, that would be a ghost. There's people that didn't die right, maybe committed suicide, you know, didn't go to the light. So I see all of those things hanging around her. It depends on where she is and what day it is. Uh, the main thing that I do see around her, uh, I see a little bit of an uh, obsessive-compulsive demons, uh, and those will make you go sort of crazy thinking the same thing over and over and over, or it can make you smoke, 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 drink, 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 eat, 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 or gamble, gamble, gamble. And I cleared those from her, so she'll feel a lot better. Great. Thank you. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number is 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.